Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the room based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. Regulates to bring about specifics in the group based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the same that your thoughts transmits it. You need to understand how magical this, uh, something like this every Wednesday can become. So you need to start uh, getting your calendar right, get your schedule, your schedule right. You need to know our intentions straight out. So, I mean, these clues are given throughout the various languages was to piece the puzzle of this ancient mystery school back together again. And what we plan on doing, both of us, is bringing y'all some surefire dynamite. We're going to take this level up a notch. We're going to have stuff to do here. This is not just going to be about philosophies and theories. Shit, that works. You have an activated pilot man in which I produce these black chemicals called melanin. What we did was gave a hard line in the sand between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is over. Hey, Ruth, the fly of the skies with me going through the 
return Lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box Smooth as I wanna be Just being me Never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh Dating bad sister lectures Because my history Is more than they can understand it My melanated skin star brush from the astro I made a dark energy Created from black holes No thyself The only one you can lean on I got some scoopers That y'all can break y'all weed on Our here's Martin Luther King And slave ships But what about the underwater cities and spaceships My mystical mind We had a government covering But it's the old man Temple fly away like a mothership Where African people Wear the rear and they knock it Wearing feathers on their heads Just to prove feet taller than me through the transition And that's all she wrote Put on my auntie Gave my cheese and peace Back to the post Came back my angel Time to pray heaven on earth I was the last daughter child They returned since birth We going through the transition And that's all she wrote Put on my auntie Gave my cheese and peace Back to the post Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, is all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why don't Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Global agenda war, sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope Came back, my angel time to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child, they returned to the earth We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my auntie, gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope Let my music soak up all your bitterness and sorrows. See the sun shining, I lay back and kick it. Staying sucker free is my new way of living. One day we get together, then we all start billing. But the ball that I dribble got me posting like pippin'. Champagne glasses around my organite pyramid. Glazing at the stars, show the kids where we really live. These solar flares got my DNA 12 stranded. Collect the kids, transit, feed it to the man spring. Wash the tall moors. Some of us, we've been here to reunite the others and cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 
Interacting with my solar status, the microphone will grab it. I guess it's just a habit. I live a legend in your presence, sort of like the Mavericks. It ain't about me, nah, but it's about the future. I go to races on it, dealing with the cockadoodles. I sock it to you like a grandma and your mama used to. The final stage, I ride away just like it's Honolulu. I prove my old school, but since I stayed there, galactic conscious awareness, I got my brains there. See with the eye of Hayru, no longer bend the knees. My inner chiefs are in me when it's time to leave. This modern day crap, I don't weave a I'd rather symbolize my name up in the hieroglyphs Declare peace without Battlestar Galactica Footstepping backwards from my way back to Africa To wash the tall moors Some of us, we've been here to reunite the others To cool the world with wind chills I put rap to the back for a good reason 2012-21 was a good season Fake people get exposed just for who they are Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest My heart attack to wash some of us, we've been here to reunite the others to cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012 21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest, my heart attack. talking about tonight sexual alchemy and essentially what we refer to as the mother goddess principle which is kundalini energy the serpentine fire all right um we understand that when you talk about sexual alchemy you have to talk about what brought you here that is what is referred to as kundalini or prana kundalini prana kundalini is the external force and we are the concentration of the external force personalized in the mother goddess principle in human form. And the only reason why we say mother goddess or creatress is because um, the woman symbolizes that principle to its epitome um, as far as the life principle. Not saying that the male does not. Um, he also um, has life and give life, which is i.e. the seed, which is the sperm. But we're talking about the cultivation of that life force. And the cultivation comes through what's called triple stage darkness. 
um, in the Holy Quran, it speaks about triple stage darkness. And that is the each trimester periods um, of the woman. The first three months, the second three months, and the third three months. Three times three, of course, is nine, uh, which is the nine months or 40 weeks or going into the 10th month um, period. All right. Um, when you get to Kundalini, a lot of people speak about it being a serpentine fire. Of course, we had a song in which that was out um, back in the 1970s, 1977, as a matter of fact, by Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was called Serpentine Fire, one of the most popular songs off the All in All album. Um, but when you come to explaining what we're talking about, a force in which that reaches um, at the base chakra level, 6,000 degrees in temperature. As it raises up, it can reach temperatures of 2 million degrees, just like the chronosphere on the sun. The surface of the sun is 6,000 as the energy is projected, or what is called solar plasma, is projected outward into the chronosphere. Um, it reaches the temperature of 2 million degrees. Um, the same thing within you, all right? You are a walking, living star, which is a sun. A sun is a star. Um, quantum physicists have already stated that more than 90% of your human anatomy is composed of stardust material or particles, all right? We know that over 300,000 tons of stardust particles fall to the planet Earth daily. So your melanin is to act as an absorb, as to absorb that energy in order to extend your life force as a living star. And melanin would be clarified as that of dark matter, black energy, which is essentially most of the universe. When quantum physicists look out in space, it's more than 90% dark matter, black energy. All right, that correlates also to the triple stage darkness, melanin, black energy, dark matter. All right. Those three correlate to the same in a sense as that triple stage darkness that we was talking about, in which that, like we stated, is in the Holy Quran. All right. Um, as a matter of fact, um, we can actually talk about that. As a matter of fact, uh, let me see if I can actually find that in the Holy Quran so that y'all can understand what's what's being talked about. All right. Um, it's within the companions or company, excuse me, um, Zumar. I think it's the sixth ayat. And it says, he has created you from a single being that made it male of the same kind. And he has made for you eight of the cattle and pair. All right. He created you in the womb of your mothers, a creation after a creation in triple darkness. That is the law, your Lord. His is the kingdom. There is no God but he. Whence are you then turned away? So what is these eight of the cattles and pairs? 
Well, quantum physicists also have learned that these there are eight cells in your body in which that never dies. And these eight cells is actually what formed your physical body into existence. And they still exist right now at the base of your spine in an area called the sacral bone, which is the exact same location as your Kundalini life force energy. All right? So what is speculated is that the energy in which that is called Kundalini is generated actually from these eight cells called blastopores, all right, or the dividing cells of mitosis, these eight dividing cells of mitosis, all right, cellular division. These eight cells is what form your whole 76 trillion cell body into existence. But unlike the 76 other cells or so, they, that changes over the seven-year period these eight cells never change your whole entire life. So this is the template, all right? When you meditate, you're actually is meditating on um, your cells, duplicating themselves perfectly from those eight cells in your sacral bone, all right? This is something on which that um, the Quran speaks of, but yet, um, most Muslims, Muslims have not yet um, come to that understanding. This is something on which that um, is a great science. All right. Even the word Salat itself, when translated um, properly um, in Arabic, classical Arabic, right, um, Kufic, or um, it speaks about the fact that salat means to raise fire. So when you make a salat, which is referred to as worship, and you're doing your doors, which are your prayers, um, you have what is called rakats, which is the seven positions in which that you do. Well, those seven positions in conjunction with the words of power, in which that you're, which is called dikaren, um, illuminates this kundalini energy and cause it to raise fire. As a matter of fact, when you do voodoo, you wash your hands, you wash your hands, your arms up to the elbows, your face, your hair, the nape of your neck, your ears, back of the ears, your feet up to the ankles. The reason why you are hitting these particular areas is because the kundalini has a tendency of warming these areas up. So it's a way of cooling the body down before um, you go into making worship or raising fire salat. All right? Now, for those who want more detailed information, you can go to our website, www.drlimelbay.com, and go to this section, Metaphysical and a Religious Confusion, the Metaphysical and a Religious Confusion. Um, you will see how we take the information from Christianity, from Islam, from Judaism, from Hinduism, from Buddhism, from Taoism, from Zoroastrianism, and show you um, the connections or the common thread between all the world religions. And also how each one has their validity. 
all right, and can be utilized in order to make humanity better. However, the interpretations by people, especially the clergy, the so-called rabbis, preachers, pastors, popes, etc., etc., wants to keep their congregation and the masses to believing that God is something outside of themselves and far away from creation. And you have to go on a search for God, the furthest from the The Bible speaks about how the body is the temple of God, and God exists within his temple. There's no coincidence that the side of your head is called temple, because right in between the temples is where God exists. The pineal gland. It is your soul. Which is referred to as Osar. He's known as the sleeping God or nature, which symbolizes the Lord of the underworld. However, when Osset, which is Isis, which is Kutalini, raises up from the sacral bone and travels through the seven caves called the chakras to awaken Osar, he becomes transformer, as the Bible says, Jesus became transfigured and became what we know within the Perhem Heru text to be Heru. Or saw becomes Heru. Heru is the awakened nature. In other words, now the soul has awakened to its incarceration or incarnation and is now able to come and reside outside of the physical body, travels into the ethers, into the astral plane, et cetera, et cetera. And being that it is now free from the confines of the physical body, and it can also reside and return to the physical body, um, as it is out, it can gather information from what is referred to as the Akashic Records the universal library in which that disinformation you can bring back if you have the capability of being lucid and remembering what has transpired. And this information can actually help bring about a better society. When you read in the Holy Quran and it speaks about the seven hells and the seven heavens, the seven heavens in particular is referring to ascending energy on the night of Mirage, which is the night in which that Prophet Muhammad was taken up into that seven heavens. He was taken up into the seven heavens on a Boruch. The word Boruch means white lightning. All right, white lightning. No coincidence that the Kundalini is silvery white and it moves like lightning, referred to as quicksilver. It looks silvery in color and it moves like quicksilver. Um, if you go back to the movie in which that just came out, it was called The Avengers, The Age of Ultron. In that movie, they showed you quicksilver. He symbolized that. 
All right. There was a um character from the comic books called Quicksilver. All right. Quicksilver symbolized the Kundalini. The color of the Kundalini once again. When not find a way in which that is is spoken of in just that sense. It's not the color of fire. All right. But the the heat as it comes up is intense, like that of fire. But the way in which that Kundalini actually looks is a silvery or white silvery looking color. In which that can do the seven chakras of the seven heavens. In which that at the crown chakra, just like those who can become enlightened, you meet Allah or God face to face. This is shown once again in the Old Testament in Genesis, the 30th chapter, the 32nd verse, or um, well, between the 30th chapter and the 32nd chapter, um, where it speaks about that. Well, there was a struggle in which that took place. It is said to be Uriel, all right, and Jacob, all right. They speak about Uriel, but some, if you read some other, some other Jewish um, lore, um, they speak of it being different archangels. But in the main sense of it, it is spoken as Uriel was the one who um, did battle with Jacob. Jacob within Hebrew means supplanter. All right. It means supplanter. That is symbolic to the lower self supplanting the desires of the higher self. Both selves have desires. However, the lower self has a tendency of maim, murder, killing, etc., etc., everything that harms. So the supplanter is the lowest self, and it supplants the tendencies and the true nature of the highest self. So Jacob had to wrestle against the angel Uriel, and Uriel struck him in his thigh, his thigh area, in his lower nature, in his lower mind, and it caused him to raise up. In other words, Kundalini had to raise up, and as it raised up, He's seen God face to face and named the land penile land, as in your pineal gland. And this is the same trip in which that Muhammad took into the seven heavens as it was revealed to him that Allah, or he's seen Allah face to face. Even the archangel Michael could not look upon the face of Allah and had to leave the presence of Allah and Muhammad as Allah spoke with Muhammad. All right. Um, the tale of this trip is told within um, the Hadith as well as also portion of it is spoken of within the Holy Quran itself. But once again, Baruch symbolized that animal, hence that animated force of the human anatomy, which is Kundalini, in which that gives the ability to feel, talk, walk, hear, 
see, smell, taste, and extend our five sense perception into higher fields of resonance, frequency, vibration. This is where you get that the Kundalini is also the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit is spoken of within 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and the nine fruits of Christ, faith, understanding, knowledge, miracles, healing, speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues, discernment of spirits. These are the nine fruits of Christ. All right, so that means your five senses extend even further. Touch would be psychemistry. Hearing would be clear audience. Taste would be clear sentience. Smell would be clear guestance. Seeing would be clear voyance. So your senses can extend and be magnified beyond belief. By activating Holy Spirit, which is your Kundalini, which is Aset, Isis, Baruch, Shekinah, as it is called within the Hebrew. All right? Many names throughout many different languages, but it all tells of the same principle. This is why it's important to do a comparative religious study on all the various world religions. So you can see the common thread that runs through. And oftentimes this common thread that runs through, if utilized properly, can end disputes between the religions themselves. But because everyone wants to appear to be right, or as you say, the um, silver cord or the golden rule, in which that is expressed throughout the various world religions. And this is what caused the conflicts and the confusions upon the planet. However, there's many books in which that you can get in which that can help um, illuminate your mind to a vast level of understanding, overstanding, understanding. One is called The Magic Wand by Hilton Hotima. He has another one called The Magic Temple, Hilton Otima. Another one called The Red Dragon, which he speaks about the Red Dragon in the Book of Revelations being the Kundalini, Hilton Otima. Another one is the um, Cosmic um, Secrets of the Ancient Masters by Hilton Otima. Okay, so these are just some of the books that you can take and start studying and 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 understanding you know this information all right um i would get books by um brother a. a rashid all right um like for example he has one called the swords he drops it in there coming from the hebrew or kabbalistic perspective all right so there's a lot of information that you can utilize in order to bring about awareness. All right, another book would be the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary, 
by Charles Fillmore. Another one be The Four Gospels Esoterically Interpreted by John P. Scott. Another one is called The Bible Myths by Timothy Dowling. Um, Deceptions in the Myths of the Bible is another one that I would recommend to read. And this is not, understand what I'm saying is this is not to bash the Bible. This is just something to give you, um, still be a skeptic, but have an open mind where you can be able to um, go in and see the flaws of man as they interpret what God is revealing to them. Right? And what I mean by that is that um, from what we see, that all of the scriptures were translated essentially and done by men. So hence, it would be a patriarchal or chauvinistic interpretation or translation. But yet, when you go back and do your research and um, in which that just like there's another book referred to as um, 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 Blackout the Whitewashed by Sister Suzar. Excellent book. She shows you in there how the primordial deities were women. So deification came later on. Just like Scientifically, it's been proven that women been here upon planet Earth for 150,000 years prior to the male species. And that the male species came about through a degenerative androgynous woman, or as we would say, male and female combined, in which that went into hermaphrodite and then it into, well, from a hermaphrodite into hermaphrodite and then into the male species. Right, and the male species was able to come about even more so through the usage of the sun. This is another book by Hilton Otima, in which that is referred to as the sequence of regeneration. And in this book, he speaks about the fact that the male species um, came by way of the sun. Um, Dr. York, in his book, Answer the Law, um, Rebuttal to the Slanderers, speaks about how. The sun rays come down in the opposite of the male, which is YX chromosome pattern, as the male species on Earth is XY chromosome pattern. But the rays of the sun will penetrate the vaginal um, opening and electrify the reproductive principle within a woman as she opens her legs up to the solophatic energy or to the sun rays. And the sun being 93 million miles away, and then, of course, the 93rd attribute of Allah is El-Nur, which means the light. No coincidence. 9 plus 3, of course, is 12, and 12, of course, symbolizes um, 3, which is manifestation. 12 symbolizes 
um, the 12 disciples, the 12 zodiac signs, the 12 seasons. All right. So we understand that for the male species 150,000 years later by way of the solophatic energy of the sun. Hence the reason why a male child is called sun after the father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, which is symbolically once again the S-U-N and the child is the male child is S-O-N. Alright? And so hence this is where we get um, the male child speaking of the Father who art in heaven. Alright? But the same way I wish that there is as above, there must be so below. And as there is so without, there must be so within. So, as the Kundalini, which is that serpentine fire, shoots up to the pineal gland and awakens the sun, which is the soul, for the word soul, S-O-U-L, is taken from the Latin word S-O-L, which is sold, once again, which means sun or fire. So as this kundalini fire, the pineal gland where the soul is embedded at, it solidifies what is referred to as the crystal city. There's 144,000 crystals throughout your body, and your pineal gland has more than 72,000. And these 72,000 crystals solidifies and form a crystal dome or crystal city or plaza. All right? And this crystal plaza, um, the energy sparks off from it through what is called the hypothalamus, the thalamus, and the pituitary gland. So hence the pineal gland. These four are the most powerful jewels, as we say, within the brain. These four together is what is referred to as your spiritual why. Your spiritual why. This is why in the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 22nd verse, it says, if your eye be single, that means one eye, your whole body will be filled with light. So the point of when you mix a lot and you go down into saja, your head is down to the ground, and it leaves that mark. That mark symbolizes it just like it does in India of that red dot symbolizes the awakening of the third eye. All right. And that area above the third eye, which is the pineal gland, um, pituitary and pineal gland, um, that particular seat. All right. Um, as a matter of fact, the pineal gland, when looked at under a microscope, looks like a mushroom with the head of the phallus or penis. All right. Matter of fact, the head of the penis is referred to as penile gland, just like the pineal gland. So the word penal and pineal actually is synonymous in etymology in which that both become engulfed in blood and can and can become swollen and swell. Same thing when the pineal gland becomes um, activated, it becomes swollen with blood and it begins to massage and, and produce friction um, to what is referred to as the pituitary gland, which looks like a cowrie shell or the vaginal open. So sexual alchemy takes place within the brain first. 
before it takes place between the bodies of male and female or man and woman. All right? So we have to understand that the sexual alchemy first principle, universal principle of Tahuti is the all is mine and everything in the universe is mental. Everything is energy. Once we have that down pat, then nothing else, you know, um, everything else will be revealed to us, put it that way. And nothing else will be a mystery. All right? And matter of fact, understand this is the supreme axiom of as above, so below, as within, so without, will cause one to never be confused again. Understanding that you are the universe in miniature form. All right? Understand that you are the universe in miniature form. And the universe is you. Everything that's out there is in you. Everything would appear to be planets, asteroids, meteorites, planetoids, satellites, or moons, various stars, suns, supernovas, nebulas. All these things are within you. These are your atoms, your molecular structure, your cells. Right, the various hormones excreted from the endocrine glands. So when we speak about the seven chakras, it speaks of the seven heavens. In the Quran, it speaks of the seven churches. In the book of Revelation, referred to as the Injil. This is the metaphysical, esoteric, occult teachings in which that helps you understand the ultimate purpose upon planet Earth and beyond. All right? I had a conversation with the Islamic brother about two weeks ago, and he felt that Allah was no longer part of creation, was far, far away outside of himself. That would make sense if it wasn't for the fact that the Bible and the Quran both states that God breathed into the nostrils of man and made man a living soul. That would make sense if God was far, far away, but yet he left a portion of itself in us. As the fact that it states that God or Allah breathed into the nostrils of man and made man a living soul. If those scriptures were not there in the Bible and in the Quran, then yes, I probably would have submitted to the fact that Allah was no longer part of creation. But Understanding that, I know that Allah is part of creation and, as a matter of fact, is in his creation. Based on the fact that if 
I blow my breath of life upon someone. I'm blowing my essence upon them. This is the whole point of doing a name ceremony and also um, a child birth ceremony of speaking particular words within the left and right ears of a child. You've blown your breath upon that child, your essence, so that the words become living within that child. Same thing that we do within Reiki. As we are putting the symbols into the person's auric cell, Chokuwe, Seheki, Hushishishonen, Depomeo, into their auric cell, we blow on the seat, at the heart, at the crown, and also in the hand. So, once again, good example. Go to the book of Acts where it speaks about, um, or the book of John. It speaks about how Jesus um, came to the upper room and blew the breath of life upon the disciples and they received the Holy Spirit. The breath is the foundation of everything in existence. What you refer to as pulsing or centrifugal force or sympathical force, push and pull, that is the breath. When you exhale and inhale, that's that push and pull. That is life. That's the great paradox. That is what those two extremes is what produced the two extremes referred to as man and woman. Male and female. You came through that pulsation. This is why in meditation, it states that when you do quite amount of breathing, you will reach an androgynous state, the state of bliss, the state of nirvana, the state of um, of God consciousness. Infinite consciousness. Melchizedek consciousness. Metatron consciousness. Some refer to it as Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness. At the, thir- at the, um, at the six or seven chakra. When you reach these higher levels, you become the embodiment, just like we would say of a true Christian. The word Christian means Christ-like. You become like Christ, a living example of Christ. Same thing with Islam. A mukminun means one who strives or one who is in faith. You become a Muslim. The Egyptian, matter of fact, the ancient word for Egypt at one time was Misra. Misra, where the word Muslim or Muslim comes from. The R and the L's were interchangeable. But the word Misram was the ancient name for Egypt. We know that Arabic itself it stands from the Kufic dialect in which that comes from the demonic or demotic um, 
script of the Metronature and the Herodic um, script of the Metronature. This is where the Hebrew and Arabic comes from. It is actually Metronature. This is why it's referred to as the mother tongue, the mother language. Hebrew and Arabic both refer to it because actually they are actually two of the same um so or what appears to be two different dialects of the same language. Within Arabic you would say Assalamu alaikum. Within Hebrew you would say Shalom alaikum. All right. Within um Arabic when you referring to I'm a brother, you would say Haki. Well, within Hebrew you say Haki. So a lot of the words are the same or very similar, especially in spoken tongue as well as within written language. All right. So both of these dialects stems from the Metronature, which is the ancient Egyptian uh, mystery school language, in which that Shri is 90 Eight percent metunature, because spoken within that pond to this day. Right? Um, you can get some good books on the metunature. Um, one of the books would be um, Beginning of um, Egyptian Hieroglyphics, written by Muata Ashby. You can also learn Metronature by Infudishi, Brother Infudishi from out of New York. Brother is in Harlem every day. Uh, he was the founder of the Black and Gold um, bookstore there in Harlem. Um, his book is called Spiritual Warriors or Healers. I believe that if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, that's the title. All right. Um check them out. You know, this this is what we need to be doing right now is revamping and reanalyzing everything in which that we've been told because um there's a lot of things in which that we've been told and it needs more study. All right. Like for example, not only is the word Misra, the ancient name for Egypt, and the ancient name in the Bible for Egypt is Misra. And like I said, it's the word Muslim or Muslim. But Misra doesn't mean to submit in, um to surrender or submit to a law or to surrender necessarily in peace. Misra means to be formed or be born from the eye or the tear ra. All right. So it speaks about that within the Perhim Hebrew text or the uh, rise and the evolution of Ra. And what I'm talking about can be found at the British Museum, in which my wife and I went to back in 2008. And you can actually see for yourself 
if you learned how to read the hieroglyphics or the metronature, what is being said? Born from the tear or the eye of Ra. That's what Mithram means. So in this English transliteration, um, it became to surrender in peace or later on to submit to the will of Allah. But we know that the word salam means peace. So if you say a Muslim, it would be actually one of peace in Arabic translation. But once again, the way in which that you understand, you have the denotive, the condenative, um, con, um, what is it? Um, connotive meaning. All right. The denotive meaning is the original meaning. All right, the original meaning. So Mithram, original meaning would be that um, one or human born from the tear of the eye of Ra. While its cognitive meaning would become Muslim or Muslim, which means one of peace or peacemaker. Okay. All right. The word shalom or shalom comes from the word shama, which is also a word within the metronature, in which that means also peace. It means one. A move within the anti-Semitic or metronature means water. Also, it was a symbol of happy, muhap. Mayat, Muhab Mayat becomes the title of Muhammad. Muhammad was a title in which the Ahmed Ibn Abdullah Mustafa Al Amin took on as he went into Ethiopia and Egypt, which are the Kushites of the Dangalawa, um, I think of the Dangalawa, um, Dangalawa tribe. In which that he went to sit amongst, in which that these Kushites was once inhabitants of ancient Egypt, and this is some of the ancient information which that they had there, in which that they bestowed upon him. So this is they became Muhammad, that title, just like Jesus took on the title Christ, just like um. um Guata um, took on the title. Who was the um, took on the title Buddha? All right. So these are titles. These are not individuals. And this is where people get hung up at. All right. You can become a Buddha. You can become a Christ. You can become a Muhammad. The Nation of Islam um, obviously understands that because now um, instead of the X, not everybody have the last name Muhammad. One who was worthy of praise. We have to understand um, what we're dealing with so that the confusion can end as much as possible and we can have the proper translations of what is taking place here. All right. 
Um, I'm gonna bring Brother L on. I believe he's on here, Brother L. Brother Fahim, uh, you here, brother? Uh, 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 I tell you, uh, 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 what's your shot? What's going on with you tonight? Ah, uh, brother, pretty good, pretty good, uh, brother. brother. I got on late. I didn't think I was gonna have the show tonight. But something told me to call me call, to call anyway around about anyway, five after seven, you know. Five after seven, you know. And there you was. So and there you were. So oh, yeah. here I am. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. So um you heard us um get into the information tonight. What's your thoughts on it? Yes, uh I like the way you broke down the the name uh Yaqub Jacob. It means supplanter. Hmm? I don't know. For some reason, the phone is going in and out. Okay. Okay. Can can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Okay. I I was I was I was listening to what you were saying. The name Yakub. Right, Yakub. Right, or Jacob. It's a a planter. Right. Right. In Hebrew, it means supplanter. Mm-hmm. It's a planter. Okay. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's talking about the lower self. Remember, Jacob stole the birthright from his brother Esau. Mm-hmm. Esau is the same name as Esau or Yashu or Yashua, which is Jesus within the New Testament. That is the Old Testament, Yashua and Esau is the old way of pronouncing the name Jesus or Yahshua in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, that is. So it's like the story of Judas and Jesus told in the Old Testament was Jacob being just like Judas, the betrayer, and the thief who stole the birthright. All right? Mm. So in a sense, Jesus... The story of Jesus and Judas in the New Testament revamped the Old Testament story of Jacob and Esau. Hmm. Okay. And also about uh, I forgot what you said. What surah that was in in the Quran about the womb, triple darkness. Right, that was in the Companions. Companions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Try to write that down, remember that. Right, that was in the Companions, um, which is called Zuma. Okay. Zuma. Um, Zuma. In the, in the Companions, um, the Ayat will be the sixth Ayat. Ayat six, okay. And think about it, it was... Man was formed on the sixth day. So that's no coincidence that it's in the sixth ayat. And then in the Bible, it says man was formed on the sixth day. And then you know that the sixth day symbolized the sixth element, which is carbon. And man is a carbon being. And that includes woman. Man and woman, in particular, melanated man and woman, are carbon beings. The Albion, European, because he lacks, or she lacks, melanin, most surface melanin, um, they are carbon-based beings. Okay. 
Yeah, that many like like in the uh, the Masonic rituals, they say where whence uh, came you. So I can just say I came from instead of saying coming from the west to the east, I say I come from the womb of triple darkness. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was the more you know. And another thing I was thinking about too, when you said about when uh, you're doing salat. Uh, or when you bow your head to the to the dirt, I mean to the ground, and if you touch the right. uh, uh, the pineal gland, that means the opening of the third eye. So that means uh, I've seen that ritual done even in uh, China, you know, uh, right. in the Buddhist, you know, in, in Buddhist rituals and and other religious rituals in the in the East as well, you know. So that's got to mean the same thing in all of them. Is that correct? All religions are supposed to bow down and put and um do such a. It's spoken of within the Bible. It means Jews and Christians both supposed to perform prayer in that same position. Okay. Muslims, Muslims, um, Buddhists, and Taoists are the few in which they still um, bow down um, in that same manner. You see that on the Kung Fu movie. Sure do. Yes, you do. When they go in to the altar um, of their ancestors, they bow down all the way down just like that. And sometimes they do it three times. Right. So it seems that the only ones on which that is missing it currently, um, outside of any type of ritual, is the Christians and the, um, and the um, Jews or the Hebrews. Yeah. You're missing it big time. Right, right. But yet the scripture speaks about um, performing um, salat and putting your um, face to the ground. So that was an you know, because that is one of the ways in which that's one of the ways in which that helps raise fire. Right. So mm-hmm. The nation of Islam they never did break it down like that. No. Mm. Yeah. Well, so we go into it. We go into it in um in length um on the um on metaphysical and religious confusion on our website. Okay. Yeah, I got on your website. You know, so if you can able to get on. Yeah, okay, it's you a get long it? website. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we had to put um, a lot of information on it because um, in order to, I guess you would say, you know, get a lot of hits, you know, you got to have a lot of information on there um, so people can click and so forth and so on. So we just made sure that we put a lot of information on our website so that people can understand not just knowledge of self, but also um, the science of economics, too. Okay. Yeah, because I've been on there. Uh, I think it was dealing with uh, Christianity and Islam, and some of the some of the uh, things you was uh, dropping tonight was on that website. You know, I was checking it out. I've been writing it down in my notebooks. 
you know, trying to write everything as much as I can down, you know, because it was very, very, very important what you had on that website. And very helpful. Give me a lot of insight. Right. What what's some of the things that you got a chance to um see on there? Uh dealing with Muhammad. Uh what you just what you dropped tonight. Uh dealing with Christianity. Uh boy, it okay. went to it, it ooh, Muslim prayers. Right. Uh how right. you broke them down, was, man. It was just fantastic. Right. So you was on um the metaphysical and religious confusion portion then. That's, uh-huh. that's where yeah. we had that information. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So, God, I think it was on YouTube. No, yeah, YouTube. Where I had clicked it on, clicked you on that. And for your uh, web, I got on your website. No, I, uh, 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 Dr. Eileen Bay. I got on and it popped up. Right. No. Mm hmm. Indeed, indeed. So yeah, so uh uh dealing with the uh religious uh like they said, uh you were talking to a Muslim about two weeks ago and he was exactly correct on that. He was dealing with Allah out way outside of himself, you know. Uh Allah said that Allah uh did the creation. Now he's far away somewhere, you know. No, he's still within you. You know. But most Muslims don't see it that way. Well, that's orthodox Islam, but Sufism, they see it that way. But in orthodox Islam, you're right, they don't see it like that. They see Allah is separated from themselves. Just like Christians see God separated from themselves, um, some Jews see um, you know, Yahweh separated from themselves. You know, um, or Adonai or whatever, you know, away from themselves. It's never um, inside of themselves. Right. You know, and I mean, really, that's a shame because, you know, what would be the purpose of having life, you know, from a creator and then never being able to commune, um, you know, with, you know, with it? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense to me. You know, then what would be the purpose of prayer? What would be the purpose of meditation? You know, right. that is to commune with your higher self. That's commune with your Allah. That's commune with your God, you know, or your Lord and personal Savior. That's that's the whole point is to be able to commune, you know, um, with what forms you into existence, you know, and to receive and receive answers. You know, that's the reason why you pray is to, uh, to find um, a remedy, a solution to what is taking place and what's going on, you know. But then you have to sit and still, um, be still and know God, um, and that comes through meditation. Yeah. So I was uh, uh, dealing with also dealing with religion. Uh, I look at see, I look at Sufism as, as more science also. Would, yeah, would well, say? that's why we say Islamism. Islamism is Sufism. Okay. Right, it's one and the same. 
One and the same. Because I always see it as one, you know. And I don't, I don't see it as separate, you know, separate. You know, a lot of people say that's mystical Islam, you know. <coughs> yeah, but it's, it's mysticism because they don't understand it. Okay. Yeah, this is a mystical you know, part of Islam. <laughs> but no, right. it's, 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 it's Islam, it. period. Right. right, they call it mysticism of our Islam. It's Sufism. But okay. it's not mysticism. It's, just, it's because most people don't want to take time in order to understand. You know? Mm. You know, it's just a state that we made the Salat a book of time. So the Salat is a book of time is is referring to the entire Injil, which is the book of Revelations, which is really talking about your seven chakras. Uh-huh. The book of the book of time is talking about the time that it takes to cultivate your life force energy. Okay. Yeah, you brought the Injil down too on your website. Well, I wrote that down. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, dropped it. No, the science down on that one. It's because, because the entire book of Injil is on the subject matter of raising Kundalini <laughs> and taming that red dragon, which is the Kundalini uh-huh. at the base shock. You know? Well, some of the Arabic words salat means burning fire or raised fire. That correlates perfectly to the Kundalini, which is called serpentine fire. That's uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, uh, I can say uh, <clears throat> really most Muslims ought to get into Sufism. You know, that where they have a better understanding of Islam and Islamism. You know, they they I mean, uh, you have some Muslims that will tell you not to get into numerology. You know, right. that, that's you know. I mean that shows you right there, you know, they're not really uh really on point. Or on a level where they shall what they should be at. But even the Quran speaks about come, Right, they tell you don't get into numerology, but the whole Quran is broken down into the number nineteen. <clears throat> and that's something. That destroys that destroys that right there. The whole Quran is broken down into number 19. The Quran itself states that there's 19 angels over it. That's the numerology right there on the surface. Right. 19 over it. That's what it says. Then you have some say don't deal with astronomy or astrology. You know, but it's all in the Quran. All through that. Yeah. But but then then what they did with them? You mentioned the word occult. Uh, they almost sometimes they almost just as bad as Christians are. At at times, I don't know if you notice or not, uh, or Jews or whatever. You know, uh, when they're dealing with the word occult, you know, but actually it's the open science. 
if you really want to know, is the open science that's really that's shut, that's hidden from the rest of the people. That's what it actually is. Yeah, so I, I don't know if you still hear me or not. No, you went out, but go ahead, brother. Okay, yeah, I, I was. I could tell when you know, uh, but yeah, but uh, like I said, that sometimes uh, some of the Muslim sisters and brothers are just as bad as the Christians, you know. When it comes to the sacred science, right, right. Well, see, this is what I was talking about. Over it is the. Um, there are overeaters 19, um, matter of fact, that is from the clothes of one. Amadas, um, do, um, Amadasir, um, chapter, the clothes of one, and that is in the 30th ayat. It says, overeat or 19. Hmm. And it comes down in the 31 ayat, and we have not made the wardens of the fire other than angels. We have not made the numbers for the trial of those who disbelieve. So right there, he's telling you to understand the morality. It says we have not made the number but a trial for those who disbelieve. For those who have been given the book may be surely for certain, and those who believe may increase in faith. So increase in faith. You have to know the signs of number 19 that's throughout the whole Quran. Right. Which is what? Numerology. Exactly. As 19, as 19 is a prime number. One and nine is 10 back to one. Which is Ahad. Back to the oneness. Which is mentioned within Surah Iqlis. The law is lone and has no partners. Let's talk about that. That soul within you, that one soul. There is not many souls. There's only one soul. You can be several spirits, but there's only one soul. And, you, and if you notice, if you remember that, uh, <clears throat> you remember when you was in the Nation of Islam, that they called the uh, the the, uh, the sisters MGT dress the number nineteen. You know. Mhm. Well, no coincidence that if I took a six-pointed star hexagram or tetra- um, tetragrammaton, uh, tetragrammaton, and took that and overlaid it over the human body, human anatomy, at 19 degrees, I would see an upswelling of energy. Hmm. Hence, crazy. so this is why in the Quran. In um, the second um, surah, uh, chapter, the 238th ayat, or verse, it says, Guard over the salat, and the salat al-wasta, which is the middle salat, and to raise up to Allah devotely. To raise up to Allah devotely. So salat helps you raise up to Allah. Just like it helped Muhammad raise up on the night of um, El Mirage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also, 
is also well, referred now, to as the night of power. That is also referred to as the night of power. Okay. Night of well, power. that's that's another. Well, that's another thing too. Understanding. Um. You also have the seventh position. Right, and these seven positions or raka, right, symbolizes the awakening of, of the chakras. That's the, the, yeah, yeah. the, the, the seventh heaven. Right, 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 exactly. How to seventh. obtain the heaven. The seven right. elams. So the first, right. So the first position is niyat, which means your intention. And you stand and prepare your mind for salat, which is the fire, the raised fire, or mm. for worship. Okay? And you tack beer, the harama, which is, you say Allah is the greatest. And your hands are, is out to the side of your head near your ears. And that's to help balance both sides of the brain. Mm. All right, that is similar to the yoga pose called the tree pose. All right, it's called the tree pose. And that's no coincidence because Osa in the um, so-called Egyptian religion was buried in the tree, just like Jesus was buried on, um, was um, died on the cross. And then the one pastor says that he died on um, on a um, tree. Yeah, I've heard that too. Right. Yeah. So that's what. Takbir, um, Tarama, uh, Tarima, or means. And then you have Kiyam, you know, which means standing. Mm-hmm. You know? And this is when you read um, or recite Al Fatiha, the opening. For men, the hand is over the heart or solar plexus, for the woman is over the navel. Right. The heart and the navel is two areas in which that you can absorb energy and store prana within these particular storage places. This is shown in the position of Kiyam. And then you recite al which has, which means the opening, and then the word pata, the enzymatic belief or system, means to open or to loosen. Mm-hmm. What are you opening? Well, being that the Quran comes after Injil, which is Revelation, the Revelations spoke about the seven seals. So, sealed book in which that comes after is what is stated to open it, which is Al Fatiha, the opening. And there's no coincidence that it has seven um, stanzas. So of course Muslims usually say Ad Udu Shaitan Rajim then Bismillah Rahman Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbi Ailamin Al Rahman Al Rahim Malik Yom Medin Yakana Buddha Yakanasta in Sarota Musta King Sarota Ledina Sanapta Alehim Makdubi Alehim Wala Dolin. So I seek refuge in the law from the use of the most merciful 
All praises are due to the source and sustainer of, of the worlds, the yield of the merciful, the king of the day of judgment. It is you we serve, and it is you alone that we request earnestly uh, for help. Let our decision be the of those of the straight path and not the narrow, and the straight and the straight and narrow path. And um, it says, um, the straight and narrow path of decision for those who have earned your grace. Excusing those who have provoked your anger, bringing an everlasting curse on themselves, and is all excusing those who drift from the light on the right side to the darkness on the left side. All right, so mm. when they are saying that, what you actually is doing is activating both hemispheres of the brain and the seven chakras, being that each stanza symbolizes the opening of each one. Just like we told people before, if they go back to my um, shaman healer, um, alchemy um, video, I speak about how you can recite the Lord's Prayer, and that channels energy down into you. And you can recite the 23rd Psalm, and that channels energy up in you. Wow. Mm. Right, these are all mysteries or so-called said mysteries in which that helps with the activation of these seven chakras and the reason why these particular um, prayers was utilized to activate as such right? the word reveal yeah. or revelation right, the word revelation itself means to reveal reveal means to what? to make known mm. Each one of those stanzas that we just talked about ends with the Ein symbol. All right, so if you go to Arabic, the Ein symbol um, is the 18th letter. If you go to Hebrew, it's the 16th letter. Hmm. Right? The I I am letters at the end of each of the seven verses is no coincidence. In Arabic, like I said, as in Hebrew, the ayin letter and the symbol of the ayin is an eye. One eye. And that one eye is open. Hence, patah, or fatah, or fatiha. And obviously symbolizes the opening of the third eye, as well as the rest of the chakras. Seven centers, or seven uh, major melanin centers, because of the, their seven total, um, seven um, verses. So when we talked about in Matthew, the 6th chapter, 22nd verse, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye be single, the whole body would be filled with light. So the last book in the Bible is the book of Angel, Evangel, Angel, or some say Angel. Archangel Michael. Okay. And Michael symbolizes the crown chakra. And it's, Michael symbolizes the crown chakra. Mm. Or the seven archangels, which is the seven chakras. Michael is the crown chakra. Um, the brow or the four um, head is Gabriel. The throat chakra is Azrael. 
The heart chakra is Raphael. The solar plexus is Gimiel. The navel chakra is Samuel. And the genitals is Uriel. So you said that Uriel was battling Yakub, right? Right, which symbolized the lower self. That's the hell that we get ourselves into, following the lower self. In particular, what we refer to as the genitals. Hell, fire, and desires can be one and the same. And is looked at in the occult as being one and the same. Hmm. I know right when, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, when you uh sometimes when I eat or uh, even in private or in public, you know, I usually do uh put both of my hands, palms in front of my face. You know. And I heard that was uh, supposed to be uh, while I was I was, also, I was, uh, was doing a full moon when I do that. But could you break that down a little further? Maybe it means something <laughs> deeper than that. I'm not sure. Say, say it again. You know, what before you before you do a prayer, like when you do a like uh, a, uh, before you when you eat before you eat uh, your dinner, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some Muslims do like a. a Two hands with uh, both of their palms in front of their face. You know. Well, that's the ancient Egyptian, right? That's ancient Egyptian. It's okay. Right, that's comedic. Um, you would see, um, sitting in prayer, you would see, um, the hands like that. Um, that is also um in Islam. You would see the hands turned in that position, but Muslims do it sitting down. The nation yeah. of Islam does it standing up, 45-degree angle. Okay. That symbolizes receiving energy or receiving transmission. Okay. Okay. Right. I know it had to been something deeper. Well, that's part of also, I go in because the fourth one is Raku or Ruku, which is bowing. All right. The benefit of this posture is actually to open the spinal column or cord and loosening it and making it relax it. It is said that a person's body is as old as the spinal cord is stiff. All right? It allows um, the Muslim to open the chakras along the spine. Then you have jousa, which is sitting, which activates the nadis, which is the acupressure and the acupuncture meridians on the right big toe. The, now, if you have a problem with that, then that affects the liver and the spleen. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's the metaphysical cause of that. Um, at that point, you say, Asalamu alaikum rahmatullah Right. You turn the head to the left and to the right. That symbolizes the opening of the two brains, which is your left and right hemisphere of the brain. And within the human brain, there's two speech centers called the um, the Broca and the Winiski, all right, or the Win, uh, or what is called the Warniki, all right, in which that 
the ancient spiritual psychics were well aware of these two um, speech centers. They called them the twins, which is uh, within the ancient Egyptian were called the twins and Pooh, which is um, Anubis and Apuet. All right. But in the Quran, it refers to them in Surah 2, 102, as the two angels, which is called Harut and Marut. The function of these twins is actually to separate whole into parts. That function is essential. Otherwise, no distinction would be possible. But the very act of separation is deceptive, however, as we talked about. Because it can leave one fragmented if they don't understand um, that everything is actually holistic. So because it can be mass, the essential oneness of all things. All right. So, you know, that is also part of that. And then, of course, you have sajja, right, which is um, prostration which allow for the blood to flow to the brain and enhance the pineal and pituitary gland function, which is the sixth and seventh chakra, or what's called the um, the, um, the anger and the, um, um, the saha, which actually enhances or enriches the blood flow to the brain, making it easier for a Muslim to experience um, what is called clear vision or al-bayana. Um, and prepares the brain for the awesome Kutalini or Salat energy when it raises into these two highest chakras. The additional blood centers in the brain also helps to provide moisture for the brain so that it doesn't overheat when Salat, which is raised, um, fire raised up to the brain centers. This helps prevent such things as Kutalini psychosis and fevers. In other words, it keeps the nigga from having schizophrenia. <laughs> All right, now, this is what we were talking about, that if you go to Genesis, the 17th chapter, the third verse, it says, and Abram fell on his face. Deuteronomy um, speaks about bowing. Um, Psalms 95, 6 says, bow down, let us kneel. Um, Deuteronomy 9, 24, 25, I fell down. All right. Um, Joshua 7, 6, 7 says, I fell to the earth upon um, um, upon his face and put the dust upon their heads. All right. That's the same as within the um, Holy Quran. All right. Um, it also speaks about in the book of Numbers, I think it's 16, 20, 22. It states about um, Moses and Aaron. They fell upon their faces. Second Chronicles 2018. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. Um, Nah um, Nahemia, um, eight six. Um, Isra well, speaks about. Um, they lifted their hands and then they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Now, all that is in the Old Testament. Even in the New Testament, it tells you to pray the same way. So this is for the Jews who are supposed to be praying that way and Christians are supposed to be praying the same way. Here it is, Matthew 26, 36, 39. It says, um, Jesus um, fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if possible, let this cup pass from me. 
Mm. So, okay. Brother L, how 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 are Jews and Christians supposed to pray? Okay, the, uh, about the same way then. Yeah, it, so, Book of Revelation seven eleven says it right here. When you break it down, um, you know, there's elders in the four beasts fell before the throne on their faces and worship God saying, amen, blessings, the glory, wisdom, thankfulness, and honor and power and might be unto God forever and ever. Amen. Because even in the movie, King of Kings, they had uh, the actor Jeffrey Hunter when he said, oh, father, he did bow down and touch his head to the surface. Right. He sure did. You're right. And then you had Kadaha. Right, Kadaha, which means to decide the dispute, in which that is when you go into dickering, which is the seventh position. And you recite the 99 attributes of Allah. When you say Alhamdulillah, 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 33 times. SubhanAllah, 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 33 times. Or Assalamu, 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 33 times. Or whatever name. Of Allah, and we said you take, you recite 99 times in Dickering. All right, so these are the seven positions. And as the, what we just finished saying is that Christians and Jews are supposed to be praying the exact same way as Muslims. Exactly. Because you see some Christians standing up with their right. thumbs towards their ears. Right, and what's the purpose? The purpose is to raise Kundalini. That's the purpose of making salat. Muslims don't, the majority of Muslims do not understand that, nor do they know that. But that's the purpose. All right. So that goes so, very deep, you know. Yeah. Right. Go ahead, brother. Right, right. No doubt about it. No, no. I'm just gonna, um, you know, say for those who want to call in, you know, you can call in. We got a, we got the next few minutes here. Um, so the call in number is six two six four one four thirty five thirty five. That's six two six four one four thirty five thirty five. All right. Um, we're gonna go to the phone line. Um, we got area code seven four zero. Area code seven four zero. You're on the line. Shalom, brother. How are you? Shalom, brother. How are you? All right. Shalom. Peace. All right. All right. All right. I got a quick uh, question. Uh, what is some uh, when a when a when a person uh, uh, begins to get into the higher levels of meditation? We're first starting from, you know, the, low, the beginning levels of it. What are some of the changes that spiritually happen in a person's life? Well, um, number one, you begin to start um, distant old habits, things in which that once appealed to you, no longer appeal to you. Um, you also begin to start having an open mind and start um, investigating things in which that you might not even been interested in just, you know, years ago or months ago, you know, your whole attitude changes. You know, you begin to start developing certain gifts, such as we spoke about earlier, 
you know, the gift of faith, the gift of wisdom, the gift of understanding, the gift of knowledge, the gift of miracles, the gift of um, healing, the gift of speaking in tongues, the gift of interpreting tongues, the gift of discerning of spirits. All right, so you begin to start developing those particular gifts. So there's certain things which that definitely happens once you begin um, on your enlightenment path. And that all comes through the awakening of Kundalini. Do you have any uh, uh, tips on how to meditate for for just beginners? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's three meditations that I always start people out with, and that is to expand the auric field. That's to see any leaks and holes in the auric field, and to excommunicate any negative thought form or entity in which they become attached to the auric field. And the breath technique is called the pranic healing breath technique. And what's that? You can do six, three, six, three. You breathe in for six seconds, hold it for three seconds, breathe out for six seconds, hold it for three seconds. Or you can do the 7171, which is breathe in for seven seconds, hold it for one second, breathe out for seven seconds, hold it for one second. Or you can do what's called empty retention, which is that you don't have to worry about breathing in for a count. Hold it for one count or one second, then breathe out and then hold it for one second again. All right. So either one of these three, if you do them 100 times a day, will expand your auric field more than 15 feet around you. The average person auric field only extends three feet. So you become five times more powerful and more magnetized than the average person. Mm. About, uh, about how long does it take to get to, well, to actually start seeing uh, recognizable differences? It takes a few weeks, maybe uh-huh. months, based on um, how brain, how active, you know, active your brain is. For example, when you're talking about the brain, you're talking about the Kundalini, being the mother of God's principle, illuminates the dark caverns, which is the manger or the staple. All right, the staple that is mentioned is talking about the hypocampus area in the brain, and the word hypocampus means white horse. Right, that is the um, that is Pegasus. Uh, the Greek and also the white horse in which that Jesus will come back on thousands of angels behind him as the sky opens up. That's in the book of Revelation. But that's talking about the hypocampus area in the brain, which is the white horse. Or the inn um, in which that is talking about Jesus. Um, um, Joseph and Mary went to an inn and they couldn't get into the inn, so they had to go to the manger or the stable. All that is talking about the um, brain ventricles, fingers in the brain. All right, the pineal gland, which is the master in the gland of the body, overlooks the third ventricle. And above the pineal gland, there's an area um, referred to as the fourth eye, all right, um, which is also referred to as the throne of all set. Um, the pineal gland is, that is, which that all saw, um, which is Osiris, the soul. The soul is symbolized as Osiris, and Osar is the sleeping Dead of God, as they say, is a sleeping God. And upon our set awakening him, which is cool, he becomes awakened. 
and transform or transfigured into Heru, which would be Jesus being transfigured on the mount. That's spoken of in the book of um, in the book of um, uh, Matthew. So all allegorical and um, mythological, but it's talking about a plane in which that takes place, a concept or a transaction that takes place within the physical body as you um, bring you into enlightenment. Okay. We're, All right. Say it again, brother. Oh, I was saying, uh, what are some of the levels that uh, that that uh, you have experienced, bro? Brother, I've been meditating since I was nine years old. Okay. So, uh, I've done reach quite a bit of this level. That's why I'm able to break down this information. Uh-huh. This is how I'm able to remember. This is how I'm able to remember um, books that I haven't read in ten, fifteen years, and the pages that this information is on. Through mastering this information, I was able to develop a photographic memory. I can also activate my chakras at will simply by thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I was initiated into the Cobra Breath Technique by Grandmaster Sanyata Saraswati. So we raise Shakti um, any time of the day if we choose to through a particular breath technique called the Cobra Breath Technique. I've seen the white light in my in my head, which they think is the final level, but it's not. Okay. The development, the development of the golden dragon body is the level that you want to get to. The golden dragon body? Right. A good book on that is called The Immortal Body by um, Mitchell Gibson. Uh-huh. By Dr. Mitchell Gibson. It's called the All right. Yes, sir. So, brother, I'm going to go to the next caller. Appreciate you calling in, asking questions. You're going to go to the next code. Area code. Praise, brother. You got area code 347. Area code 347, you're on the line. Yeah, Islam, brother, uh, uh, brother Aleem, and uh, brother Al. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you, both of y'all brothers, for waking me up. You know what I mean? I was deaf, dumb, and blind. But also, just to keep on topic, I do um, biloma every day. I do uh, Merkaba every day. I do Cobra 1 and Cobra 2 every day. And um, there you go. sometimes I feel like it's, I, I feel like it's like a pole. You know, my crown chakra, like a pole. On top of the, right. the crown chakra, right? I, right. That's the, of course. That's your civil cord. Okay, okay. And then another question I want to ask you is, um, I, I was saying my that's man your was civil cord. That's mentioned in the book of Ephesians. That's mm-hmm. the silver cord. Right. And that's then the uh, my cord. man went. 
my man went to acupuncture school, so I got turned on to Stephen Chang when I was like 14, uh, the Dallas right. Sexology. So Sexology, right. when I would have sex, yeah, when I would have sex, I would injaculate, you know. Right. And it was going mm-hmm. good, but sisters get pissed off, you know, about that a little bit. You know what I mean? So yeah. then I have yeah, read they, someplace yeah. else. <laughs> I have read someplace else about that uh, that the Asians was was wrong, and you're supposed to take a three quarter breath, and as soon as it hits your heart chakra, you're supposed to push the energy out, and it makes like a a, a circle, like a honk, and it comes back into right. your heart uh, from the back going. So I started doing that, but mm. I, I, I noticed I was a little bit weak. You know what I mean? It wasn't like like the ejaculation where you it was kind of strong. You know. Right, exactly. Well, all of those just different techniques that, you know, um, people was able to master based on their, you know, on their practice or way to their enlightenment path. So, you know, you can take it and utilize what you possibly can and what doesn't work for you. As Master Sanyata always tell us, you know, put that to the side. You know, keep what works for you and keep it moving. Okay, I just one more question. I don't want to take up the time. And what I'm supposed to do with my yeah, license plates and my driver's license? Am I supposed to give that in and just drive without the plates and the license or keep the plates? Or? No, no. I'm, I'm a little confused, no, no, no. brother. No, nah, there's nothing to be confused about. First, you have to surrender your license and good standing back to the DMV. The DMV right. then gives you a of surrenderance. So... If you surrender your license in good standing, meaning that they you can't be um they can't be revoked, they can't be suspended. All right, they have to be in good standing. You surrender them back, saying you do not need them, and it would give you a letter in which that is a letter of surrenderance, in which that states that you no longer have their license, and therefore you will be put in the database. Do not detain. But you will want to make an oh. affidavit of to travel. Prior to doing so, so you can attach the letter to your affidavit of right to travel. That way, you can stop by the police, the sheriff's department, highway state patrol, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can show them that you have surrendered your license to good standing from the DMV, and they have no authority or jurisdiction in the matter whatsoever. When they go back and look at the um, computer, um, back into their cars, they will see that it said do not detain. And they'll come back with your right to travel um, information and tell you that, you know, have a good day and travel safely. Okay. And I know what about the important. license plate? Is it the same? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The license plate, you, you, you surrender your license plate also back to um, the DMV or to the license of DMV, um, license and plates of DMV. You, you surrender it back um, along with their registration. Okay. And you invoke okay. um, your own registration. Own title and you get plates. We have all the information on our website. Um, we have our own plates in which that we go, or uh, as we say, navigate it on for um, over six years. Okay. Uh, I got my reclamation through you, brother, and um, you know, I bought all the books. Mm-hmm. I, but it's hard because I, I mean, I'm in um, New York, but it's hard because right. it's not. I mean, I went to 125th Street a couple times, but it ain't like the same like flow like how you be flowing, really. You know what I mean? So um, right. well, it's a little bit mean? hard. Then I... Well, we got online classes, brother, online classes um, every Monday and every day, Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you got a Gmail account, 
you can come and join our classes. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I read, you know, I got the ancient ones. I got your book, the uh, First World Order. I got um, Circle Square. I got everything, you know what I mean? I don't really want to, you know, you got to be around people to, to understand the move, you know? Hello? Exactly. I got you. Yeah, so come yeah, to the classes yeah. so, on then, Mondays. And... Do me a favor. Email me, and um, I'll send you the links for those classes on Mondays and Thursdays. You just come to class, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, Peace Islam and your brothers are doing phenomenal work. I went through all the uh, YouTubes, looked at all your videos like twice. Brother, y'all are, y'all are, uh, y'all are changing lives, brother. Thank you, you God. You and Brother Fahim, because Brother hey. Fahim be on the job too, brother. So well, peace and love and oh, peace yeah. and love to the goddess. Okay. Peace. Area code 410. Area code 410. You're on the line. What's what's going on, family? Um, uh, calling calling from Northwestern Maxim. Um, good to hear you back, Doctor Aline. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's funny that the first brother called about uh, meditation. That was that was right in my mind. Um, um. Ali, you ever you ever meditate? Do you know any any possible, uh, I guess, uh, caveats one could take doing the handstand or the or the scorpion pose? So I'd be trying to meditate mm-hmm. while hanging upside down, or not hanging upside down, right. but um, sitting on my head. I got you. Right. Yeah. So that was the first question. Right. You said any particular meditation. Uh, no, any any uh, caveats, any any um, anything like uh, this is what I'm saying. Um, somebody said that uh, you really want to activate from the bottom up because some some people they went crazy, you know, trying to start from the crown first, sure. and you know, doing doing that way. So it, like I was wondering if if I'm tilted upside down or something like that, and you know, something just you know a, a, a power break a break or something. The surge go through and go straight down to the um to my head or something. Okay, I got you. All right, so there's three places in which that you can store energy um, within the Taoist teachings. It was called the three Dantians. You can store it in your navel or right below your navel, about an inch, inch and a half or so, um, at the back of your heart, and also at the third eye. So as long as you focus on one of them points, as far as you're doing your meditations in that particular position or posture, um, then you shouldn't have any problems as long as you focus on one of those areas. You want to focus on your crown because, as you know, the crown is 1,000 times more powerful than all the chakras combined. That's why I said that to be the 1,000 lotus petals. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, don't people, uh, sometimes we sleep on the heart chakra, too. You know, that, that heart chakra, that's, right. exactly. that's the marriage, getting that marriage together. Right. That's why I said um, if you're going to focus, you can focus at the heart chakra, but it's at, at the back of the heart. 
In other words, um, on the back side of the heart so that um, you won't fill up the front of the heart so easily, in which that can cause um, sometimes problems if um, people have um, heart angina, heart murmurs, um, heart palpitations, panic attacks, you know, if you do it at the back of the heart, then the energy can fill up the front slowly. And um, that is the best way in order to merge the energy into the body also. You're not doing it at the dantian, um, the lower dantian, do it at the mid-dantian or either at the um, upper room, which is called the third eye dantian. Okay, okay. I appreciate it. I, and, I, and I've been um, – I always had problems sucking in the um, – Perineum or the perineum is sometimes they call it. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm sucking uh, sucking that in a little bit, going with some um, uh, Montag Chia. Um, you know, you guys right. Well, stuff start with, right, right. We'll start with the anus area first. I'm pulling that up, and then that will automatically begin to start pulling up um, the perineum area. Okay. Um, and, and uh, <clears throat> a second question. Um, uh, yeah, like, like the last brother just called about, um, I don't know if 125th Street is, is a house of consciousness or not, or, um, or some of the, um, the uh, other teachings, like the, um, um, the people at the temple, but like, uh, you got a different way of explaining things. So, Bro, I just want to hear your take on Noble Drew Ali and the Aquarian Gospels of Levi. What's your What's your take on that, brother? Because I'm, you know, some people say he got it from the. Um, I always had this question for a long time. I just I forgot well, about it. Well, that ago. is one of the books in which that he got the Holy Quran Circle Seven from. Um, remember, he divinely prepared it. He didn't say that. Um, you know, he wrote it per se. Uh, we know that the first portion of um, the Holy Quran, Sokka 7, comes from the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus Christ um, by um, Levi Countess, as well as also the Infinite Wisdom Lessons of the Rosicrucians, which is called um, Unto Thee I Grant. So those two together is what formed the Holy Quran, Sokka 7, and then you have the last chapters or so in the first page or so. Um, first two pages or so of the Holy Cross Circuit 7 in which that Prophet Noble Drali wrote. All right, but the middle portion um, is that from those two books, um, a composite of those two books. Okay. Okay. All right, brother. I have it on my website. I have it on my website. If you go to um, www.drlimelbay.com to the Moorish Holy Temple of Science of the World to that section. I have the whole um, history of Noble Drali and everything in which that um, took place more so in detail probably than any other book um, in which that you could probably read and definitely from, you know, more, you know, from anybody that you probably will listen to because um, a lot of times cats um, try to be the vanguards of this movement and they end up sounding like um, nuts um, in a sense because <laughs> right. um, exactly you know, uh, uh, you know they, you know they become, you know, more so superstitious. And then, you know, I think back to um, Stevie Wonder's song, you know, about superstition and how, 
you know, that ends up harming a person. So, you know, they probably need to go back and listen to Stevie Wonder's song, Superstition, because that's how they end up sounding a lot of times um, as if they knew Prophet Nubadrali personally, you know. Right. Um, right. And, um, you know, and that's the thing. I'm like, um, no. Do it historically, put the pieces of the puzzle again. Um, but you can't yeah. act like you knew this. And only book that you want to read is the Holy Cross Circle Seven and the, um, you know, and the, you know, um, what the oil prophecies and statements of Prophet Nubadrelli or the Moorish literature or the 101s or the 102s. These are booklets on which that was left behind, clues on which that we can utilize in order to help free ourselves from the confinement and from the nonsense in which that has been perpetrated against us. Um, truthfully, yeah. if it wasn't for the Great Seal National Association of Moorish Affairs, this information wouldn't be out to um, to the levels that they're out today. Because it was people right. who came from the Great Seal National Association of Moorish Affairs, like Brother Hakeem, like Brother Hakeem H.Y. Bay, um, Sister Valahara, um, Taj Tyreek Bay, um, um, Brother Nakim Bay, um, Nakim Allah Bay, myself, and um, several others. Uh, we are all at one time Great Seal National Association of Morris Fit uh, members. Either we was premiers uh, um, or uh, sat in um, higher positions. And it wasn't for us bringing um, this information over the last 15 years. The brothers and sisters right now will know nothing about Morris information because the Morris Science Temple of America wouldn't even have revealed it. It was too infiltrated and too busy, um, you know being happy with, you know, five to ten members. Exactly, yes. And if I may add one, uh, something else, too, about the book, I, I'm, I'm T. I, I'm to D.I. Grant by the Rosicrucians and the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus Christ, the reason I believe that why Noble Drew Ali took excerpts from those books because he knows that's not, the dollars are nothing but more science on the surface anyway. Exactly. So, you know. As a matter of fact, everybody knows that the Rosicrucians, uh, which was the, the Knight Templars, um, received their information um, who was um, a Moor. Hence, Moor science. So that information mm-hmm. was passed down. Formed, um, the Freemasons, in which that they embedded themselves within the 18th degree of Freemasonry called the Rosicruce. And this is how this information flourished to this day. So it is more science teaching. There's no doubt about it. Um, that is right in his act, what Brother L just stated. So he was simply bringing this back, which was not oh, I, I appreciate the, the, the torrent of information. Um, yeah, hopefully one day I, I get the, uh, I get that marriage together with the left and the right hemisphere to get the, um, Hypothalamus connected in a, in a corpus callosum, oh. uh, you know, just the you know like uh, the the real Rain Man or, or at least at least one of the European Rain Man, um, Kim Pete. Remember the duty, um, every book he read, he could remember every single every single word on every right. book he read. Right. Which which could which could be a good thing or you know, <laughs> depending on the person that right. that could drive you bananas. But well, if you don't know how to just put put some of that shit to the back of the brain or back to the head and don't worry about it and then only access 
the real shit, the real, the most important stuff. That's what I do. Only access the most important stuff to sit. We said it's life changing and soul um, saving. Um, um, all that other stuff, I'll put that shit, you know, out to the back. Um, I'll forget it. All right. Back up. You know, like most of the school stuff. Most of the school stuff is at the back. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, exactly. That includes kindergarten all the way up into college and beyond. All right. So, um, you're going okay, to you're going into night discussion. I appreciate you, brother. All right, brother thank L. You get ready to close. What you what you got to say um, in closing? All I can say is thank you for a lot of that insight on the prayer, the Islamic prayer, and uh, the breaking down of the, uh, the name Yaqub. And uh, right. I'm still looking look, look, look at your website there, so, brother. Cause okay. It's very educational for me. And I thank you. Thank you much for that. Appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, guys. All right. right. And what I got to say is, yo, appreciate y'all for checking us out once again. This is First World of Radio. And um, as usual, you know, uh, we love y'all for um, sticking in and um, hanging in there with us. And um, yo, we out. All right. Peace. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air, no doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio, every Wednesday, 8 p.m., got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Proceeding in levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns in existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the root based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding in others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns in existence, an indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the bring about specifics and the root based on value and natural characteristics.
between the different definitions of esoteric study and esoteric study. Playtime is 